Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. Hope you are well, wonderful, and prospering. Are you grateful? It's a great tool in this type of situation to get a gratitude list together. You know, there's a lot going on with politics, uh, the coronavirus, quarter of a million people have perished. I just saw the most scariest piece of artwork, but I guess art is supposed to be challenging and get you to think. And this really gave me a visceral feeling. You know, I felt it right in my gut. It's from a woman called um, Susan Baron um, Furstenberg. Furstenberg. And uh, the title is in America, how could this happen? And what it is, is in Washington, D.C., she put up a art display with a white flag, a tiny little white flag dropping, uh, draping over the stake, you know? So there's a picture of about 30,000 of these flags. And, you know, and when you look at that picture of 30,000, it's just mind-blowing, let alone, you know, how can you multiply that number, you know? How can you, you know, eight times 30,000, you know? Um, you know, so uh, it's crazy that, and we're supposed to be like the smartest country in the world, and where did we fall off, you know, common sense, really? How did we fall off of common sense? But... Again, uh, gratitude lists in this type of pandemic, in this type of political atmosphere. Uh, what are you grateful for? Um, how about uh, a home, uh, an automobile, and children, your dog, your pet? Yeah, let's even keep the material things out of this. Just relationships, love, you know. Um, you know, who, 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 who? Who's your go-to person? You know, that's what I always say to people that I work with in mental health and substance abuse. I always say, you know, who's your go-to person? What, who is that person outside of a professional setting that you can connect with? And, you know, that's so valuable just to have that. I work with a lot of people uh, on my client list that don't have anybody. They have no one of, you know, blood related. Um, and, um, you know, it's almost sad because they're so curious as to how things are going um, in others' lives that have family and they vicariously have to live through others. So if, if you have that, it's insanely valuable. So I want to come on and talk about what's happening with the, with the election results. Um, I saw the analogy last night and I thought it was profound. Like, what's your favorite football team, okay? Um, if you don't have one, just call them the, the Democrats, right? The Democratic football team, you know. Mine's the Green Bay Packers. So the Green Bay Packers are in the Super Bowl, and they're facing, um, what's a team that, 
uh, it was kind of been a thorn in our side. I don't know. Um, let's say uh, the San Francisco 49ers, although we just whooped them. But uh, <laughs> so uh, let's say those two teams are on the field and the Green Bay Packers win. And so they win the game. They walk off the field and everybody in the stands goes home because it's over, right? But the say the 49ers still are standing on the field and they're not willing to accept, you know, the outcome of the of the game. Like the Republicans aren't willing to accept the election results and it's it's crazy, it's ridiculous. It's so, you know, I'm not a uh, insider on Washington or um, security for this country. But I will tell you this. I would think that when the new trend, the new team coming in, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, they, they're coming in and they don't have the playbook. They don't know what's going on. That's that's criminal. That's, that's horrible for us as a nation. And I'm really questioning Donald Trump. And I'm not even sure if Donald Trump's smart enough to have come up with such an evil plan. You know, he hangs out with that Steve Bannon that just is off the rails with, you know, there's a thing in life and I encourage people to, you know, in my world, I try to live up to the words I say, right? Um, There are a lot of eyes on you. Um, There's a lot of children watching this election. So what are we teaching them? When you lose, you and uh, you sue for you know you sue for any little mistake, and the um, what I realized is the Republican Party is realizing there's six million more people, you know there's eighty million people that are going Democrat and there's. You know, seven, um, 73 million that are going Republican. There's just not enough of them, right? So even if we did a do-over or whatever, you know, uh, Biden's going to win again. And they're scared about future elections. So they're trying to hold on to whatever minuscule power uh, that they have at this point. And it's it's horrible. What are you teaching your children? Um, I just don't get it. And then a parent at home, you know, you're cheering on, say you're a Trump supporter and you're cheering on Donald Trump and his legal team and you're watching television. And what are you teaching your children that when you lose, you stay on the field and you pout about it? You know, no, you walk with your head held high And you say to yourself, I'm coming back bigger and stronger next time, you know, and that's the American way. That's always been the American way. Uh, It's, we've never been a nation that sits around and pouts and gets into all legal types of trouble. So I just wanted to come on here. I, you know, I've been waiting for that big story to drop so I could come on and give you guys uh usually that's how it happens when i create these podcasts where it's just one big 
thing happens and I'm just motivated to get on here and that that hasn't been the case but this uh, Donald Trump not conceding the election has been just slowly tearing me apart just like his presidency you know like I'll I'll never right you get traumas in your life you get post-traumatic stress you know, you'll never get over it fully, you know. And hopefully we learn how to cope and bring this country back to the beautiful, I'm getting emotional, the beautiful place that it's been my whole existence until these last four years. So, uh, word of the day, try to get a gratitude list together. I knew a gentleman at one of my recovery meetings that would ride a city bus in the city of Milwaukee and he'd have to transfer several bus to come over to this meeting and say daily, I just came here to say today, I'm very grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that I had food in my refrigerator and I have a place to go home to. And then he'd hop back on the bus, right? And uh, maybe that's something we can all learn is just to be grateful at that base level and not get all caught up into this political situation. Um, again, though, I think it's just deplorable. The behavior of the Republican Party is just, uh, it's a deep wound for for us and it will be for this country. And none of these people are doing anything for their legacy. Nobody's going to remember them other as evil and mean people. And uh, I certainly wouldn't want my grandchildren or uh, anybody to ever um, think of uh, my soul in that way. And I'm sure millions of you feel the same way. So, hey, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. Um, I'm hiring a new employee today, and I don't know why I'm nervous about it. But uh, so I can't imagine how nervous... Uh, He is on the other side of the fence. So um, should be a wonderful day and uh, God bless all and have a good prosperous one. And if you feel you have nothing to give another human being, remember you can always give that beautiful smile you possess.